Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday, April 9th. I hope that your week has gone well as we uh, pick up some stuff today for earnings season. We do have a couple uh, companies coming out that you and I will both uh, recognize out there. So that and a few macro things coming out before we really hit the, hit the road to uh, next week as uh, banks start reporting on Wednesday. So that's when the, the gauntlet really starts to to let loose and we'll get lots of earnings coming in over that time period. So, hey, glad you're with us as we end up this week. Uh, stay tuned, we have more with Dave coming up next, but before we do, let me just remind you that there's only one thing that any of us can really control within our portfolios and that's how much risk you have. And if you're not sure exactly how much risk you have in your portfolio, please give us a call at 863-382 0037 to schedule a financial x-ray or if you're available hey tuesday night you can go to my website statlerfinancial.com under the events tab and register for a educational workshop we have it coming up next tuesday night so with that dave's up next we're looking forward to uh finishing up the week strong today after a strong day yesterday there, I am Morning Dave. It's 8.40 now, 20 before 9. Time to check in on money. Find out how your IRA and 401k are being treated. Yesterday, well, they got treated pretty doggone well. Let's see if it'll continue. Check in with the offices of Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip Statler's on the phone. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. It's, uh, it's Friday, you know. How, who can't be doing well on a Friday? Well, that's the point. It should be Friday the 13th because our reports that we get out of the government this morning supposed to be the producer price increase inflation, and it just came out while we were talking before we went on the air that the release has been delayed by the government because the website broke down. I was making flippant remarks about, well, we've got Biden in office. Maybe they used the same bidding out to, de- to a donor that they used for the original Obamacare site or something, huh? As a, hey, who knows? It's uh, technology has a way of uh, you know not working when you need it to. I, I was going to say I'm not going to get too flip about it because you and I have had our computer challenges over the years too. But uh, it's expected to be relatively modest, a half a percent overall. Expected to be two tenths of a percent once you get rid of electives like food and energy. And by and large, I, if I recall, the other inflation measurements that we've gotten in have been coming in relatively close to expectations, haven't they? Uh, yeah, they they have uh, for for the most part. Um, you know, so this one will be interesting because this is going to be the PPI, and then we've got wholesale inventories comes out about 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah, exactly. We don't know for sure what's going to go on, but I think it might end up being a nothing-to-see-here number. Uh, backing us up to yesterday, just because it was a great day on Wall Street yesterday, uh, Dow up 57 points, NASDAQ up another 140 points, and the Standard & Poor's hit another record high. We closed up 17 to 4,097. Gosh, I remember when the S&P was down in the five and 600 range. What a change, huh? Uh, a huge change, Dave. You know, it's uh, and and across the board, we're seeing good numbers. We see the Nasdaq's really roaring back, trying to get uh, back to some all-time highs. It's got a little ways to go, but but a couple more days like this, and uh, and it'll be right there, close to tapping up against its ultimate highs. 
Yeah, it's got the farthest to go to get to records, but they're all solidly in nosebleed territory. I was giggling with you before we went on the air about how uh, financial columnists have a tendency to uh, time the market so that they can release a column predicting something right before it's going to happen, whether we like it or not. And one of the columnists on Market Watch was saying, underloved and angry, the mega cap tech stocks are poised for a breakout. And I was thinking, gosh, I'll make a prediction, too. Water is wet, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, they start saying that after, you know, we see what's happening now. And it's uh, a little late to the party. Yeah, offhand, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, the blue chips have been going through the roof lately. Eventually, the growth stocks are going to cycle back in. And I don't think that exactly takes uh, any great degree of clairvoyance to guess at it. Other tidbits affecting the economy today. A bunch of the uh, Fed governors are out doing the rubber chicken circuit, and it looks like the next time they have a meeting at the end of this month, there might at the very least be some disagreements. Paulson was telling people that they're going to need some really hard numbers before they can affect any kind of a policy change with the Federal Reserve. Then one of the other governors is out doing another rubber chicken speech today, and he said that all the bets are going to be based upon the fourth quarter inflation figures. Kind of an interesting dis disconnect there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Maybe there's a little discord uh, happening and brewing within the Federal Reserve. So we'll have to see. I mean, no, it doesn't matter. It puts everything back to 2022 before they even start thinking about interest rates. No, you do have a point with that. I mean, basically, they're saying something similar in the process. One kind of has a hard number, though, in mind, and it kind of gave me that level of uncertainty. Uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention something that shouldn't affect our finances over here a bit. Uh, Great Britain lost Prince Philip this morning. He passed away peacefully in his sleep overnight last night. He was 99 years old. It's uh, uh, you, you mourn the passing of a really cool dude, but at 99 years old, you got to say, heavens to Betsy, the guy had a full life. Absolutely, absolutely. 99, that's, uh, that's definitely a full life. Hey, you know, talking about tidbits, uh, I want to mention, um, uh, folks, this is a household name, kind of at least in my industry, and that's Jeremy Siegel. He is a professor at the Wharton School of Business and a very uh, highly sought-out speaker, uh, writer, and, uh, and well-listened to uh, across the board. But he came out yesterday and said that uh, we could see the markets go up 30 or 40 percent before it goes down that 20 percent that everybody's calling for. <laughs> uh, you know, if he was a, you're a run of the mill columnist, I'd say, yeah, right. He's just guessing for the run up. But I mean, the Wharton School is pretty darn close to the gold standard as far as uh, business schools in this country. It is, and and Jeremy is very well respected within the industry. So, um, uh, but it, just like any analyst, you know, uh, nobody knows what's going to happen, and it just takes one little geopolitical thing to throw us into another tailspin. And that, that's the thing. We, pre we preach all the time about predictability and risk in one's portfolio because uh, something that has absolutely nothing to do with money can cause us to fall completely out of bed. Uh, hedging one's bets just makes good sense, and that makes the columnists, even the ones with a half a dozen PhDs after their name, uh, basically not a whole lot more than weathermen. Well, and that's that's a good that's a good analogy there, Dave. Uh, you know, they're just making predictions, and uh, I mean, absolutely, they're using the information they have to do that and their past experience um, to do it. But still, um, a storm can brew up that that we don't anticipate. 
Absolutely. And like in the weather business, some of them have a track record of being more accurate than others. But it's, 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 <laughs> that's true. At, at the bottom analysis, it all really is just a guess because heaven only knows what the fruitcakes across the pond are going to do. Speaking of fruitcakes out there today, we actually have a couple of household names that are doing uh, OK this morning with some reports, right? Well, it's uh, actually a, mis a mixed bag today, Dave. We got Levi Strauss reported, um, and they were on the plus side. They uh, they beat by nine cents. The share came in at thirty four cents. Uh, revenue came in above the Wall Street forecast as well. And, and again, like talking yesterday, you know, Levi Strauss had a forty one percent rise in their digital sales. So it's the key of using digital to promote yourself and to get the sales you need. Um, and so that helped them significantly, and they are trading up this morning um, significantly, up 5.3%, and uh, it would be a new 52-week high at $26.36 right now. If memory serves, they're a pretty new publicly traded stock, too, aren't they? They, they are. They, they really are. Cool. I'm glad, glad, glad to see them doing well. I'm starting to sense a trend here, too. Uh, that's become almost unavoidable, that uh, if you can figure out the Internet, your stock's going to do better. It definitely will, because your sales will do better if you can figure out how to sell people through the Internet. Uh, Absolutely. Definitely a big help. The other one I have for you today fell a little short, and that's uh, WD-40. I guess uh, people just didn't need it as much uh, throughout the pandemic, but I would thought with home projects it would have been a little popular. But they... They missed by $0.08 cents a share, came in at $1.24. Um, revenue came in a little bit below what analysts had projected. Um, the company did say they had some supply chain issues that hurt their ability to meet customer demand. So the demand was there, just couldn't get it produced uh, to sell it. So uh, so they're, uh, they're taking it on the chin this morning, uh, down 7.6%. I wonder what supply chain element hits to WD-40. Maybe the cans and the uh, little nozzles are made overseas. Um, that could be. You know, the, the, the inside, you would, the spray, you would think, would come be manufactured here. But yeah, pretty um, sure that pretty yeah. sure that's made domestically. I mean, until you told me it was supply chain, I was thinking, well, heck, everybody fixed their squeaky doors during the shutdown. Yeah, so, but it seems to be supply chain driven. So it could be the metal cans or, uh, you know, some of the integral spray parts. Who knows? Interesting. Who knows? Uh, resetting the table update yesterday on Wall Street. New record on the Standard & Poor's. Dow is solidly in nosebleed territory, and NASDAQ looks like it's heading right back up into nosebleed territory. 45 minutes before we open, Philip, what do things look like this morning? Well, Dave, we're going to give back some of those gains this morning, at least at the open, it looks like, uh, except for the Dow. The Dow is up uh, a little over a tenth of a percent right now, about $43. Um, however, uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ are trading down right now. The uh, S&P 500 is down a tenth of a percent, and then the NASDAQ's down about six tenths of a percent. So uh, that's, uh, that's what it's looking like, at least right now at the open. On the commodity side, click the right button here. We've got a lot of red. Uh, we got silver trading down 2.2% and gold's trading down 1.25%. So uh, significantly a downturn in the precious metal sector. And then uh, crude oil, now it's going the right direction for you and me. It's down a half a percent to $59.29 a barrel. 
Well, maybe it'll just keep going in that direction. Got a mixed bag on the overseas markets. Asian rim markets were uh, either side of the zero mark. Japanese markets up by a tinge. Chinese markets were off by almost a percent overnight last night. Europe is uh, also a little bit mixed. England is down based upon probably the death of Prince Philip. They're down by about uh, two-tenths of a percent. Germany and France are both up by about the same percentages this morning. Philip, it's been an interesting week. Things go up, things go down, and uh, we don't know for sure what's going to drive the market next week. What we can do is make sure that your IRA is in a good place to be able to weather those storms. How do I find you to find that advice? Absolutely, Dave. Financial X-ray, 863-382-0037. You need to know how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Uh, we do have an event coming up uh, Tuesday evening. If you go to my website, statlerfinancial.com, Dot com Under the events tab, there's a place there that you can register for that. Look forward to seeing folks out for that. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And then we'll get back together again on Monday morning and see how the weekend is treating us. Philip, thank you so much. You have a dynamite weekend. All right, man. You have a great weekend, and I will talk to you bright and early Monday morning. Thank you much. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pitch. Hey, folks, that'll do it for us for today and for the week. I hope you have a great weekend, and I look forward to speaking to you again on Monday. Bye now.